You're listening to In the Balance, an Iowa Judicial Branch podcast. Welcome back. This episode, we are focusing on the important work of our county courthouse's clerks of court. I spoke with Jackie Myers, the clerk of court for Des Moines County and Henry County, as well as Donna Geary, the District 2 Assistant Court Administrator, to learn more about the day-to-day duties of a county clerk of court and how they work together in each of their judicial districts. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today, Jackie, especially in the midst of the holiday season. Before we dive into what your day-to-day duties are, tell me a bit about your path to becoming a clerk of court. Well, thank you, Marissa, for having me. So I started my career with the judicial branch in June of 2001 in the Des Moines County Clerk of Courts office. If you're not familiar with where Des Moines County is located, we're clear down in the southeastern tip right next to the Mississippi River. The county seat is Burlington, Iowa. Throughout my career, I was given the opportunity to learn about several case types as my duties somewhat shifted throughout the years. And that was a great opportunity for me because I got to learn a lot uh, over my career. In June of 2015, the clerk of court announced her retirement. So I chose to put my name in the hat. So shortly thereafter, I was sworn in as clerk of court for Des Moines County. Then fast forward a few years later, April of 2021, I was sworn in as the Henry County Clerk of Court as well. And so Henry County is bordering Des Moines County and the county seat in Henry County is Mount Pleasant, Iowa. And now that we know how you found this role, can you describe what a clerk of court is? Sure. The official keeper of the court record is the easiest way for me to define the role of the clerk of court. Mm -hmm. I feel the main duty of myself as well as my staff is to maintain a transparent court docket still in compliance with the Code of Iowa. We have to maintain certain documents uh, in the docket that are confidential by the code. Um, Others remain public. So maintaining all of that and and maintaining transparency is is a very um, crucial role of the clerk of court. And while I know there is probably no such thing as a typical day, what are some of your regular duties and how are your days structured? Well, you are very correct. There's rarely a typical day, but some of the things I do on a routine basis, um, number one, I first thing I need to make sure that my offices are staffed efficiently to carry the caseload in case there is an unexpected change in staffing for the day. Um, you know, I usually address that first thing in the morning, and that could entail, you know, me going to a different county, one of my staff members going to a different county. I want to make sure that my staff feels safe and have enough staffing to carry the caseload for the day. Mm-hmm. So then next, uh, I review the daily accounting for balancing purposes. So typically myself and my accounting staff, we go over all the receipts that were taken in the day before, 
make sure everything's balanced and there's no errors. And then, you know, we make our daily deposits. Mm -hmm. I also will review the court docket for any hearings that are taking place for that day. I want to make sure that I secure the needs of the judges that I have on rotation for that particular day, anything they need. Also in reviewing the hearings for the day, I may take particular interest. One hearing may stand out that I need, well, this might be a volatile situation. I need to alert courthouse security, maybe have an extra uh, person available for that in case a situation arises. So then a majority of the rest of my day is spent fielding questions um, from my staff, mm-hmm. anything that they may have about a pleading that they've received. Also fielding external customers questions uh, is a big portion of my day. And also I'm a member of the clerk's manual committee. So I try to devote time out each day to, we have a daily discussion board uh, to review questions so that I can provide my input if I have any experience with the question that may be on the discussion board. So a lot, it seems. Lots of different duties every day. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, there's, like you've mentioned, there's not really a typical day. That's one of the things I love about my role is there's no uh, cookie cutter. It's always different. And the constant learning, even with all my years of experience, I'm always learning. And that is something that I really, really value in my, in my job. And when I first started my job here at the Judicial Branch, I expected that there would be a clerk of court for each of our 100 county courthouses, but came to find out that there are a couple handfuls of clerks covering multiple counties such as yourself between Henry and Des Moines County. How do you balance the work between those two counties as clerk of court? That's a very good question. Yes, there's very few and far between clerks of court that just have one single county anymore. So when I took over to be clerk of Henry County, I believe the biggest tool and most effective tool that I use is that I viewed my staff as one big team, as one whole unit, as opposed to just my Des Moines County staff and my Henry County staff. Uh, that way, where we work all together, both all the staff have access to both counties. So no matter where they're seated at, where that particular person is, they can process all the cases from anywhere. So we also use a tool that leads into the distributive work processing. So that is a tool that we can use. Um, for example, I have a staff member who is seated in Henry County, but she processes all the juvenile cases for both counties. Uh, I'm also a huge advocate for very deep cross-training. So if I have a team member that may be out for an extended period of time, I don't stress about that because we've cross-trained. So pardon the sports reference here, but I have a deep bench. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) this person is out for however time, vacation, whatnot, whatever they need. I've got this person, you know, on the second lineup to just jump right in and just to carry the load. And so the customers that are filing don't don't notice anything. There's no lag in service uh, to the public and to the judges, too. That is a a great process. And Mm -hmm. what would you say then is the most rewarding aspect of your job? Well, that was tough for me to answer because there's so many things that I I feel are rewarding in this role. But I I feel my biggest reward is is the feeling I get when I have helped someone. Mm-hmm. 
whether it's one of my team members or a customer at our counter. We, we all deal with folks who are dealing with very stressful situations in his or her life and at times not very pleasant either. Mm-hmm. So when someone walks away from one of my offices and feels maybe just a little bit better than how they felt when they arrived, that's a huge reward for me. I may not have the ability to make it all perfect, but just so that they know that I've listened and they're valued. Mm-hmm. And what is maybe the most misunderstood aspect of your job? For me, throughout the years I've worked at the clerk's office, I think the most understood aspect of my job as clerk of court is that myself as well as my staff cannot provide legal advice. Mm -hmm. Legal advice is only authorized by an individual who is authorized to practice law, who has passed the bar exam, who is an attorney, Um, Legal advice can be very tricky um, to to not cross the line. So I think customers sometimes get very frustrated. I I believe the judicial branch does an outstanding job of providing instructions in court forms for those individuals who want to represent themselves in a legal matter, also called pro se, So we can direct folks to where to find that information, but we can't tell them what content to put in the form. So that that can be frustrating at times. Right. Absolutely. And lastly, if there is one message you'd like our listeners to take away from this episode about their county courthouse and clerk of court staff, what would it be? The one message I'd like to convey is that myself and including all of my team, are here to assist assist the public to the best of our capabilities. We are um, available to listen and to provide help the best way we can. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today, Jackie. Well, thanks for having me and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for talking with me today, Donna, especially in the midst of the holiday season. Before we dive into your day-to-day duties, uh, tell me a bit about your path to becoming an assistant court administrator for District 2. Hi, good morning, Marissa. I have been with the Judicial Branch for 27 years. I started as a trial court clerk in Sac County in 1995, and then I became clerk of court for Sac County in 1997. I also became the clerk of court for Calhoun County in 2009 and then Carroll County in 2019. In July of 2021, I became assistant district court administrator, helping oversee the 22 clerk of court offices in District 2. And in case anybody doesn't already know, what area area of the state does District 2 cover? District 2 is the largest geographical district in the state, comprised of 22 counties. Sac County is the far, uh, most far western county, all the way over to Bremer County on the east. And then we reach the Iowa-Minnesota border with Winnebago, Worth, and Mitchell counties, and then all the way down to Carroll, Green, Boone, Story, and Marshall counties in the southern part of the district. What is an assistant district court administrator, as that is your title, and how much of your work 
is involved with working with each of those counties clerks of court um, this position was created in 2021 as a part of the rural courts initiative project um, as i mentioned before i was clerk of court um, before this current position so my role now is to answer questions from clerks of court and their teams to help create best practices and uniformity throughout our district and then, so what does a typical day look like for an assistant DCA? Every day is different for me. Um, every day I do these things. I perform all the background checks for potential guardians and conservators for our district. I also serve on several judicial branch committees and have work associated with most of those groups every day. I organize and lead user group meetings within our district to make sure that every county is processing their work the same way. And I also answer emails and phone calls from clerk of courts and their judicial specialists throughout the entire day. And I also help interviewing uh, applicants when hiring new judicial specialists within the clerk's offices. And as you mentioned before, you oversee 22 counties, but only seven clerks of courts. How does this affect the workload between clerk offices? Well, things are different than they used to be. Um, For the last several years, the majority of clerks of court in the state are clerks for anywhere from two to six counties. There are currently only 42 actual clerk of courts in the state now for 99 counties. Wow. So clerks use the distributive case processing Um, between their counties. An example of that would be a clerk um, might handle all of the probate for two to three counties within that clerk group. It's been beneficial to those counties to have one subject matter expert. Another example that a lot of clerks are using would be jury and financial. Um, And clerks can sit in their home county and process case filings for another county. Uh, So distributive case processing is also key with absences. Um, Someone is able to help out uh, from a distance. Right. And you mentioned earlier that you sit on a lot of committees within the judicial branch, one of those being the clerk's manual committee. Tell me a bit about the history and work of this committee. Uh, The clerk's manual committee is made up of clerks of court, trial court supervisors, uh, assistant court administrators, JBIT IT employees, a senior judge, and we have two attorneys that sit on there from court administration, from state court. Each judicial district has rep- representation on this committee. We mer- meet virtually twice per month for an entire afternoon and once per month for an in-person meeting in Des Moines. Um, some of the things we have done to date, we've written all the clerk's manuals directing clerks how to process new cases in pretty much all the case filings that come into the queue into the office. We've written a chapter for each area of our offices, criminal, civil, child support cases, uh, juvenile, dissolutions of marriage, and many more. Uh, we field questions from clerks and their teams throughout the entire state and we establish procedures and best practices for the clerk of court offices and are continually updating the manuals with the new law changes with the help of our attorneys at state court. 
So helping to keep things consistent statewide for clerks and counties. Wonderful. Which is a huge project. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Lastly, is there a message in particular that you'd like our listeners to leave with today about the work of district level courts? Yes, there is. The work that our employees of the judicial branch do is very complicated. And the work matters because these court cases affect people's lives. Our people care about the work being done correctly and timely, and they take pride in a job well done. We've faced some tough times and everyone always steps up to the plate when needed. Uh, They're team players and proud to say that they work for the judicial branch. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today, Donna, to talk to me. Yes, thank you for having me. You've been listening to In the Balance, an Iowa Judicial Branch podcast hosted and produced by me, Marissa Gall. If you would like more information about Iowa's courts, you can visit www.iowacourts.gov. You can also follow the Iowa Judicial Branch on Twitter and YouTube at Iowa Courts. This episode of In the Balance is now adjourned. Until next time.